You're listening to The S-Rank on the Triple S Studios Podcast Network. Happy Saturday, everyone. It's been a long-ass week. Welcome to Episode 9 of The S-Rank. I'm your host, Aaron Moy. And I'm your host, William Westerberg. So at this point, some of you might know that one of my triple threat talents is voiceover. Um, Voice actors, I just think, are just such an integral part of the gaming community and the games industry. And I think it's criminal that we haven't had one on the show all season. So here to fix that, we've got the one and only Jack Broadbent. So living in Florida during the pandemic, how the hell do you do it, man? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> um, my life in specific hasn't really been affected all too much by the pandemic, thank goodness. Because um, a lot of the work I do, I, I'm a full-time voice actor, so I don't have to go anywhere. And besides that, I don't really talk to people too often. <laughs> this is one of the few social interactions I get. Um, so it hasn't been... It hasn't well, been I'm very much. sorry. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's a self-inflicted isolation. <laughs> so that's awesome that... Um, you're full-time, hey? I noticed that um, in your Twitter bio, it says that you are a voice actor in search of an agent. Um, how is that journey going for you? It's it's up and down. It's definitely up and down. I recently got one, so I have to remember to change that bio. Um, there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was definitely a long journey because I've tried to... I've, I've like, sent my, my demos and everything to agents probably... 50 times over the course of like three or four years and just nothing came of it but I was super lucky that this time um one of my fellow voice actors actually kind of like talked to the agency was like hey can you give him a job and so (laughs) super glad that that worked out yeah I mean it's it's definitely all about networking and having those connections for sure um oh absolutely so how long ago did you get your agent then I think Going on a month and a half now. It hasn't been a long time. It hasn't been a long time. Okay. So it's going so, cool. it's going well so far. Yeah. So you're you're definitely uh <laughs> definitely a starlet on the rise. You've got your <laughs> uh you've got your podcast with um with Story Sight yeah. behind the mic and you've got an agent now and you've done spots with Honda and just so many cool things that I wish I was doing. Um, uh, when did you know that um, voice acting was something that you wanted to pursue in the first place? That That's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was like an immediate, like I woke up one day, I was like, oh, voice acting is exactly what I want to do. It was, um, I think it was a kind of combination of me kind of growing up and being exposed to a bunch of different things. And I've, I was always kind of like, eh, this is okay, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. But then once I, I took some workshops for voice acting, because I've always been interested in in anime and cartoons. So I was like, oh, maybe, you know, voice acting is an interesting hobby. And so I went to a couple and I got to dub, you know, scenes from anime. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. <laughs> um, and from that, that point on, I just had that trajectory of like, I want to do that every day because it's it's the only thing that I've ever really enjoyed doing for a living. <laughs> so fingers crossed I can keep doing it. Yeah, that's that's the wish for all of us, I think, is just like get enough work in order to, you know, sustain ourselves and keep doing it. So what workshops were you taking? Like, was it more like ADR? Was it like introductory courses? Uh, at, at first it was, it was, it was introductory stuff like intro to voiceover. Here's how to read a script and talk into a mic. Um, but as I got a little more experienced, 
I was able to do more, you know, advanced, like, here's how to dub an anime, and here's how to, you know, create a character and create voices around that character, and it's, it's more advanced acting stuff, um, and that's the stuff that I really like. The intro stuff was kind of whatever. <laughs> it's, you know, it's the stuff where you get to see the finished product, you're like, oh my god, that's me up there. <laughs> that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I love. <laughs> and so uh, what what were some of the, uh, if you don't mind name dropping, some of the people that you took uh, workshops oh, with? Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that, that would be good info to give, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took a lot of Chuck Huber's work, uh, classes, because he's awesome. He has so much wisdom and knowledge. It blows my mind every time I talk to him. I feel like I get smarter. Um, I took Sunny Straits in-person dubbing class in um, Denton, which was super awesome. That was the that was the class that really set in stone that I wanted to be a voice actor. Oh man, and he's he's leaving Funimation now. I heard. Yeah, which is crazy. Wait, is he yeah. leaving Funimation? I thought I thought Funimation was moving. Oh, I, I thought remember. he was leaving Funimation. I hope he's Didn't not you... moving. I, I, yeah, I was stalking I you on 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 social media, so I saw something <laughs> about him going away. You retweeted. I I don't know what's going on there. But oh, yeah, he tweeted it... like that. Like that was the last time recording in that building, and I I thought he was kind of oh. implying that they were moving to a different location. <laughs> I'm not totally sure. I hope I hope it was not real. I thought I hope it was April Fools <laughs> kind of stuff. Are you planning on moving soon as well? Yeah, I'm actually in the process of finding an apartment down there in, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Very right nice. On, yeah. I mean, um it's it's a big move. <laughs> any yeah. chance to get out of Florida must be <laughs> an exciting prospect for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any any chance. Oh, I'm so sick of this terrible state. No offense, but <laughs> That's kind of been the vibe with everyone from Florida who's talked to us here. Like, yeah, it's Florida. I'd like to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that should be our state motto at this point. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Florida, you're gonna want to leave. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I know that you're totally busy with voice acting, and it's great that you're on the show. But if you ever get a chance to listen to our older episodes with our other Florida guests, they share the exact same sentiment <laughs> as you. So not to worry. I'll definitely have to take a listen because yeah, does not shock me, but I, I do always love hearing it. <laughs> um, so let's go back. We've been sidetracked. Let's go back into your career a bit. Um, how do you uh, look for voiceover work uh, independently? So uh, you've just got an agent. How did you look for work before that? It's a lot of it's a lot of stalking discords and Twitter and following various companies that sometimes will do casting calls and vo- voice actors will like repost those casting calls sometimes. So it's a lot of just knowing where to look. Um, like for instance, there's two really great. Um, voice acting discords i think one's called like vocal point voice point something and the other one the name eludes me but it's a great community and they have um a little group chat just where you post casting calls and sometimes it's really it's really nice game auditions or sometimes it's a it's a cool animation thing and that's where i mainly look is those discords and then occasionally somebody will retweet a cool audition so and then uh so when you get these gigs from online i i know that you've you've done work on fiverr as well if i'm not yes yes and so (laughs) what exactly goes into your personal process of 
auditioning or doing a Fiverr gig? Uh, I'm going to be totally, I don't put a whole lot of effort into Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, fair. I'm kind of ashamed that I'm on it in many ways. I don't like being on Fiverr. I feel dirty. But... <laughs> we'll take it out of the show, not to worry. <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, it's fine. You can, I mean, it's out there. You can... <laughs> um, I mean, the main thing I try to do on Fiverr is um, try to make clients as happy as possible the first time so I don't have to do a thousand revisions. So, you know, if it's if it's for like a commercial read or something, I don't ask too many questions. I'll just read the thing one or two times. I'll be like, hey, so here's what I did. Let me know if you want any changes. And I just try to be as, as much of an ass kisser as I possibly can. <laughs> um, and it usually works out. It's worked out so far. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of Fiverr. <laughs> I've I've kind of heard that same sentiment kind of repeated from uh, a couple of my other voice friends who have been on Fiverr for probably I think most at most they lasted a week on there but yeah not exactly yeah. the most fun environment for some people no it 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 many times it it's it feels like you're being held hostage <laughs> for five dollars <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> They ask you to do so much. It's like, oh, I, I can't be mean to them because they'll give me a bad review. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. With it's your terrible. actual auditions, though, for for uh, good paying gigs, hopefully, <laughs> how do you get into <laughs> the mindset and the mind of the character? And how do you determine how you're going to make your voice sound once you're in there? Um, that's another that's another good question. <laughs> um, it's a it's a lot of asking myself questions about the dialogue itself, um, like the who, who am I talking to in the scene? You know, why am I telling them this kind of stuff? You know, where are we exactly? Is it nighttime? Should I be whispering this? Is, you know, is it a loud battlefield? Should I be kind of screaming? Um, and then based on if they give you like an image of the character, you can kind of infer what kind of voice you'd want to give. Um, you know, like, as cheesy as it is, you know, if, if it's like a skeleton guy, I'm going to give it kind of like one of those high-pitched, annoying, like, nah, <laughs> Yeah, voices. he's going to be crotchety, yeah. Um, you could do the old crotchety kind of old man stuff. Um, but if it's like a big, burly knight, which I'm never cast for, but <laughs> if it is, you know, I'll give a more deep, resonant, kind of authoritative voice to, you know, to kind of settle into that character. So it's a lot of just self-reflective stuff of like okay well what would i do and you know why would i say this to somebody in this circumstance you know how am i related to this person it's a lot of writing <laughs> do you find then uh, you mentioned do you find then that there's like a big difference between characters that you can play and characters that you want to play <laughs> uh, yes definitely because i, I want to play everyone and there's n there's never been a role where i'm like mm, that's all right i don't have to play him but <laughs> you know there, there have been a lot of roles where I wanted to play the the dark, mysterious guy who's, you know, big, muscly, <laughs> muscle-bound, awful guy. Or, like, the Batmans. Don't we all? Exactly. <laughs> but my voice is too high and too, like, young adultish to ever get those roles. And I have friends who have, like, those deep, sultry voices that always get them. I'm like, ah, it's not fair! <laughs> That's me with William. That's me with this guy. <laughs> right? right yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, being being someone who works with audio like all the time, and I also play a lot of D and D. I try to do interesting things for my players. Um, I've been working a lot on voice filter work, 
for uh-huh. like changing up my voice and stuff and recording like little voice acted tidbits for my players to enjoy. Um, and it's really, really easy to make anyone sound like that beefy guy. (laughs) And that's why that upsets me, because that should let you into that role. And you know what? I'm on your team here. You need one of those roles. Someone can do do that for you. (laughs) It's not hard. I gotta get hooked up at some point. Now that you say that, I'm gonna be more motivated to audition for him. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like... I, I was like doing like a oh like a big demon voice or whatever, but you right. you have to act it at normal pitch for it to sound normal when you pitch it down. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. It seemed, yeah, it's just like my, you can't win. Put my but... two cents out there. <laughs> I put my two cents out there. It's very possible. Fair enough. You know what? You you given me an optimistic outlook there. I could I could appreciate it. Yeah. Keep going for it. You can convince someone. They're they're gonna figure it out. I'll keep I'll keep looking. You give me hope. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had some pretty interesting gigs in your career, and I've I've seen the little demo reels on your Twitter, um, but in particular the commercial one really stood out to me. Uh, yeah, yes. I heard yeah. that you landed a gig with Honda. How did you go about doing that? Uh, well, I, I have a subscription to a, a voice acting casting site, Voices.com, and a lot of them, every now and then you'll see a big audition for a big company like that, like you'll occasionally see like McDonald's or Burger King mm-hmm. or Honda and stuff, and so usually like thousands of people audition for those, and it's I'm, I was very lucky to get this Honda gig, um, so thank you, Honda. <laughs> um, I basically just, I did it like every other kind of commercial read where... I kind of looked at the text. I was like, okay, I got to find out who, who would be buying Hondas. You know, where is this commercial going to be aired? And I kind of tried to deliver it in a way that, you know, that I'm trying to deliver it to young adults because young adults are buying cars and they need cars and Hondas pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't own a Honda. <laughs> um, he meant Honda's great. Honda is amazing. <laughs> Please rehire me, Honda. <laughs> I have so many of your cars. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, and then you just kind of send the audition out, and then you know maybe you get a, an email yeah, back. Hope like, for the best. You... Yeah, exactly. So it was definitely really cool to get that email back. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Um, in just adding some context to why I I think that the commercial one stood out to me so much, I was like, oh my god, I'm listening to a real commercial <laughs> every <laughs> single time. I I don't remember what it was. I think it was a credit card commercial or something. That's that you the had one that there. everybody really likes. Oh my god! <laughs> like I I'm like, have I heard this before? <laughs> it it was like so terrifyingly realistic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm very, very well proud done. of that one. That one. Yeah, is no kidding. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I owe that all to um, Tony from Immerse Productions. He was the one who wrote the te- the script, and he he did all the mixing and stuff. So he's so wonderful creating demos. Anyone looking to make a demo, Immerse Productions are your people. They are so awesome. Amazing. Well, props to Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind. I mean, I need to personally make it a demo. I'm I'm very weird. I have. I have a singing demo, but I don't have a voice acting demo. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a uh, very strange, uh, very strange place for me right now. Um, but you have lots of demos, or not lots, but you have 
you know you have, have enough you yeah. have enough you have you have your demos for different things like a well-rounded voice actor should um <laughs> for like commercials uh video game work and animation um what is your favorite type of gig to get like between those three i suppose it's got animation every time it's not even close because <laughs> commercials while they pay so nicely and it's so easy it's just, it's like soul sucking at a point you know? <laughs> after your 10th audition where it's like oh i have to talk about selling something i'm so sick of this <laughs> and then video games a lot of the dialogue is like all those different dialogue options and then all the different efforts it gets really tiring <laughs> it's fun but it's exhausting um, animation is the funnest because I really like the end product of animation and um, you know I it's the easiest I guess for me to that's <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> commercial is the easiest but animation is the funnest which makes it the easiest for me to stomach for a long time yeah if that makes sense yeah I, I can see it being like though not the easiest really straightforward like it's one thing that you're doing and i i think like with the commercial they might make you talk about this certain product a certain way and <laughs> and you're like oh like you do one take and like oh it doesn't have enough sass like can you be more sass yeah that's <laughs> exactly how it's like they'll make you read something a thousand times in like a thousand different ways i can see that being right. really annoying whereas animation you're the character having a conversation so you're exactly. talking like that character um i i think yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, you articulated that way better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I I knew exactly where you were coming from because, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not a voice actor. I'm I'm like a voice hobbyist, if anything. I just mess with voice and I do editing, but. I... He fixes my audition. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I deal with a lot of uh, different voice things. So when I'm asking someone, like, um, I'll have my girlfriend record a, a clip or two for my D&D session. I'm like, can you deliver it this way? And I always feel like such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You do the, like, okay, that was great, but... Can we like add something like this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want you to completely change it. Because I've been on, I've been sort of on both sides, so I can see how annoying that gets. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, though, as a voice actor, you just kind of gotta disconnect yourself from <laughs> the read. Like you can't take things personally. Like what did, what, what was wrong with that last take? Come on, man, it was awesome. <laughs> you just be like, all right, I'll do it again. Whatever. <laughs> as long as I get paid. Yeah. Totally. Um. So I want to talk about your Instagram because <laughs> uh, that's a that's a whole uh, topic in itself. Mm. Um, when I first found you, it was on Twitter, and I was just like, hmm, "Like this guy has such a great voice. Why doesn't he have that many followers?" Then I went to your Instagram, and then I was just like, "Oh, he's an Instagram voice actor." <laughs> over a, over a thousand over there, and I was just like, "Damn, yeah, this guy's this this yeah. guy knows what's up." Um, but the content <laughs> itself, I was just like, what are you, a little weird. what are you doing on there? <laughs> um, you've got, um, buttholes are like pockets. You've got <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog saying that you can just punch an orphan. It's, it's just like hilarity. Um, awesome stuff on there. But where is it coming from, man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I for, I always forget that I have a lot of Instagram followers. Cause I, I really have not put a whole lot of effort into Instagram recently. Uh, <laughs> but 
all of that, all of most of the most recent stuff is just me finding hilarious comics that I like on Instagram from, you know, the various artists because they're so much smarter at writing than me. Um, and I'll just be like, that'll be funny if I re- if I read it in a funny voice. And then I do. And people generally like it. <laughs> um, so I can't take credit for any of the, you know, punching orphans or <laughs> the butthole pocket. That's all the creative minds of those artists on Instagram. And they the artists really like it and they shout it out. And it's partially why I have a lot of followers. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good way of doing yeah. it. Um, do you write any of any scripts yourself for voice acting? I used to. Like if you if you scroll all the way down to um some of my first stuff on Instagram, it's uh, some of it is written by me. But then I realized that I hate writing and I hate the way I sound when I write stuff. So I was like, I cannot <laughs> write this anymore. <laughs> I just have to have someone else do it because then I don't feel bad. Oh, that's fair. I mean. I mean, like, you know, voice actors, you know, typically we have to um, supplement our, you know, our job as a voice actor with something else um, like writing or uh, in your case, podcasting. Um, Where did the idea for Behind the Mic come from? Well, I I really liked this podcast. I don't I think it was it it ended a couple years ago. It was um. I can't, I'm so embarrassed that I totally forgot what it's called. Um, it, it was done by Nerdist. Talking Tunes, that's what it is. Um, with Rob Paulson. And Rob Paulson is like my all-time favorite voice actor. He is someone I idolize to a great deal. And he had this great podcast, Talking Tunes, where he just sat down with his voice acting friends and he just talked to them about voice acting. And I was like, oh, that's a genius idea. <laughs> Um, and I pitched the idea to Tiffany, who who runs StorySite for the most part. And she was like, yeah, man, I'll set you up with that. Because uh, she has a lot of the voice acting contacts that I don't. <laughs> um, and so we kind of, it, it took about a month to set up. And, you know, we got the name behind the mic. And we started setting up guests. And it's been going really great so far. It's, it's still a work in progress because the structure of the podcast is still being created as I go. I learn new stuff. You know how but that feels. It's, it's going really great so far. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. So with Tiffany, uh, I, how did you build such a great relationship with Team Story Sight in the first place? That, um, I've auditioned for their stuff for, uh, I think, two, maybe three years now. Um, and then at some point I got, uh, I, I, I got cast as um, one of their main characters, Corin. Um, and that's when I started to build that kind of close relationship with Tiffany and StorySite because I, I would do live recordings with them so they could direct me one-on-one. Um, and then after that, you know, Tiffany and I would talk back and forth about the jobs and then we slowly became more, like, of a friend. Because it's always nice to have a casting director as a friend. <laughs> that's always a plus. Um, and then from there, she's just kind of hooked me up with jobs and, you know, I, I've earned them. I haven't just, like, give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's been great, and Tiffany and I are great friends, and I help her with her stuff, and she helps me, you know, find auditions and stuff, and it's a great it's a great relationship I have with StorySite, and I'm very happy to have it. Well, that's great. Maybe you can help me out. <laughs> I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, man, I, I can help you up, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. If the, if the rest of this podcast goes well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to be on my best behavior, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, how do man. you uh, pick your guests for Behind the Mic, and who's been your favorite so far? <laughs> oh, you can't do that to me. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. this. 
Um, I don't. You can plead the fifth if you want. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'll plead the fifth on favorite because I've loved everyone that's been on it. I mean, they've all been so amazing in their own different ways. You know, they're so fun and interesting to talk to. Um, in terms of how I picked them, some of some people ask me if they if they can be on the show, and I'll usually be like, "Yeah, sure, come on." <laughs> um, but sometimes Tiffany will send them to me, be like, "Okay, here's the lineup of the next couple of guests you're gonna do." We'll send them an email, and it'll go from there. I really haven't done a whole lot of the picking myself, because um, I feel weird picking. <laughs> I feel I get a power trip where it's like I control who's on my show. <laughs> I try to leave it to other people to, to tell me who to who to get on. Totally. <laughs> so you have had like quite a quite an awesome panel of guests so far. Each of them has like clearly they have their own story about how they got into the industry. But I think my favorite episode because I I'm gonna say it outright right now is the one with um your pal Daphne uh, Nitsuga. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, you, you've, you've done like work, uh, like for story site with her before. Um, what does it mean for you to have that sort of connection with another voice actor? Um, because typically our work is done alone, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Daph is such a gem of a person. She's, she's so lovely in so many ways. I, I'm very happy that she's my co-star, um, for Archmage, um, and I think yeah, having a really strong working relationship with other voice actors um, really helps create a better product. Because, um, yeah, a lot of the work done is by yourself, and so you don't have somebody to play off with at all. And it can get kind of stale, and it, it, it becomes hard to do certain scenes because you don't have that emotional connection that you would if somebody was there with you. Um, and so since I have such a strong connection with Daph, her, she and I have been able to do um, live-directed sessions together and kind of bounce off each other in the scenes. And, you know, we're so comfortable with each other, we can really kind of let the character flow more than if, you know, it's my first time meeting you, I don't I don't feel comfortable <laughs> being myself. <laughs> it, it's the same with, like, talking to a family member at this point, where it's like, I can tell you anything, I can act myself around you. So, you know, and that's when you make the best Aww. acting choices, is, you know, when you're comfortable. Yeah. I, 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 I feel that way about, like, recording and stuff in general. Like... If I were to do an interview solo compared to an interview without Aaron, I would be <laughs> lost. I think, like, I I'm I'm in school for journalism, and I love writing, and I love like uh, script writing as well. I do as like the whole hobby thing, um, but I don't know how well I would do actually asking those questions without having someone else bouncing those questions, right? Yeah, <laughs> as well. So it was like, you know, I, I, I like I like the three person format for interviews. I feel like it's more like we sit down, we just hang out, we talk. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but it's still if there's a ever a lull, somebody will time. pick it up. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if it's two people and there's that, yeah. a lull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've had moments like that during my podcasts. <laughs> yeah. It's all the magic of editing, man. Like really Absolutely. like any lull can be just like 
completely cut out. William has made <laughs> miracles. He's put words together that weren't there I've before. Actually, yeah, I've mm. I've taken like half sounds and then smoothed it out so they so it's a word. <laughs> um, because sometimes awesome. the audio sometimes the audio is so artifacted I can't use it, so I have to reconstruct it in one way or another. I've had to do it twice. <laughs> it took me so long because I, I I was never trained how to do that i'm doing this all like i took one class and i'm doing this well you you kind of have control over what aaron says you can create a new narrative it's it's been fun (laughs) hey everyone it's william how are you liking the episode so far if you've been enjoying it consider following us at the s rank podcast on twitter and instagram Season 1 has been incredible, and I'm so grateful to each one of you listening. We'll have more details about Season 2 soon, so keep your eyes on our socials. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, so I want to talk about games, um, because... All right. Yeah, we, enough of this voice <laughs> acting stuff. Let's get into yeah, games. Yeah, that stuff is stupid. <laughs> stuff is lame. Um... But hey, I saw on your Instagram that you did uh, you did some lines from Pokemon Diamond Pearl. Um, I did, yeah, which is my favorite Pokemon games. Of, they're my favorite games of all time, basically. Um, but I assume you know about the Diamond Pearl remakes. I do, I do. I'm very, I'm a little cagey about them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Diamond and Pearl is the the Pokemon I grew up with. It was that, and then Black and White, but less so Black and White. Um. But Diamond and Pearl is my all-time favorite Pokemon game. Most of my favorite Pokemon are in Diamond and Pearl. And that game is very near and dear to my heart. And so it's, it just feels weird that they're going to remake it and it's going to be different. <laughs> I, it may be good. It may be fantastic. But it just feels weird that they're changing things. And I don't like change. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but I, I'm optimistic. I think there's a good chance that it'll be good. <laughs> I'm essentially on the same page as you. Like, I, I'm very hopeful. Yeah. And I'm excited it's happening, but I don't really know what to think once it comes exactly. out. Like, I'm going to get it, but I'm very worried about the finished product. Yeah, because I, I have not been a fan of the more recent Pokemon games, so I'm a little scared <laughs> for this one. Yeah. yeah fingers I, crossed, though. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to ask what you uh, thought of uh, Sword and Shield. Did you even pick it up? I didn't even bother. I I, I, I got halfway through X and Y, and I just put the game down. I was like, I'm not gonna finish this game. Ah, <laughs> so. that's too bad. Um, yeah. So, what other um, game series do you like in particular, or consoles? My favorite game is A Hat in Time, which I don't know if that's not really a series. <laughs> I don't I don't play too many series in terms of games. Um, I really like Borderlands. That's a great game. Um, I don't really play a whole lot of like Nintendo series anymore, which is weird. I usually I I like to play the indie games for the most part, like Hollow Knight and um A Hat in Time and those kind of like niche platformers that are just super hard. They make you want to throw the controller. <laughs> <laughs> but those are those are my favorite kind of games. I don't know if that answered your question at all. I <laughs> know oh, it did. Um, I mean, indie games are really the backbone of the game industry. That is my just like firm belief and i honestly like i went to school for game writing last year and i i really would rather make like 10 indie games than one triple a 
game you know it's just like absolutely there's just a certain charm to indie games and especially pixel art games um which is why i love you know we love diamond and pearl so much is because there's just this really nice style to them um but yeah i mean i've i've been a nintendo gamer my whole life i've only started to branch out now at the ripe old age of 21 to uh other um, (laughs) other uh series and games but uh do you find that within indie games do you prefer like platformers or like jrpgs or oh definitely platformers I, i i love a good platformer game you know whether it's 2d or 3d i i just like the creative the, the creative problem solving some platformers where it's like, I know you're not supposed to get there by doing this jump and then this jump, but I'm going to do that anyway, just because I feel like doing it. <laughs> um, and that's why I really loved Mario Odyssey. I thought that was a really great game. Yeah. I mean, if, if you like hat in time, Mario Odyssey sort of like, yeah. not the same thing, but very fluid feeling Cut out of the same claw uh, platformers. Yeah. yeah. Um, hat in time, very good taste. Um, mm. <laughs> tons of brilliant voice actors, amazing game. Yeah. I mean, I I stand any game that has <laughs> Kellen Goff in it. He's one of my favorite voice actors. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I I aspire if I if I'm getting into the voice acting industry at any point in my life, I'm going to voice act <laughs> monsters. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like, Those are Kellen cool. Goff, I would love to do oh some my monsters. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my it's jam. So it's so so um so theatrical doing monsters in general. It's just like total fear. <laughs> yeah, you feel so free because it's like it's not a person. I could do whatever. <laughs> do you do you have a theater background, Jack? I hate the theater. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm definitely like, missed the not, mark. Let me let me rephrase it because that makes it sound like I'm like a big bigoted person. Oh. <laughs> I've had a lot of negative experiences auditioning for the theater. Oh um, yeah, because I've I've been in theatrical productions, but not enough to where I would say like, oh, I'm a theater kid. Um, but just those those negative experiences have kind of turned me off from ever trying to audition for them anymore. <laughs> I kind of stick to the voice acting and maybe audition for some film work, some short movie stuff. So, no, I don't have a theater background. I wish I did. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you did for some reason, but uh, that's that's completely valid and fair. I mean, everyone has different uh, experiences. Yeah, if 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 you like the theater, more power to you. <laughs> everyone thinks you. I'm a theater kid. I am not. <laughs> Even I, I went to the same high school as this dude, and I still thought he was a theater kid. He, he, he thought wasn't. I was there. Wow. He thought I was there with everyone else. I was not. I. <laughs> never involved myself I could see, with any of I it. could see the theater energy. Yeah, everyone says that. See, um my uh I, I've talked about this before. Shout out to Coffeehouse Theater Productions. Um we love Sire and the Gang. Um they went and launched their own theater production like group and I was in their debut performance. Keep in oh. mind, I'd never acted before or anything like that, oh. and everyone thought I was awesome. Like, oh wow, you, you acted like uh, your high school and stuff like that. I'm like, I did, like I was okay. Like I, I have no idea what I'm doing. This, uh, like, it was entirely <laughs> the production team's 
like doing i don't think i really had anything to do with it (laughs) (laughs) i i have like the theater personality i i well no i i i guess i have like the theater personality but the like really like the directors and stuff are the ones who made it happen because i guess they just directed me in the right way and it worked I don't yeah, think I'd absolutely. ever do it again, though. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> it's so stressful and not oh, my thing. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, theater, man. theater is a beast of a, of a, of a thing to be in. Cause it's like, I got to remember all these cues and lines and I have to, I have to act and remember things. Oh yeah. I, I barely I mean, remembered my lines in time. Like it was yeah such a mess. It is crazy, oh. but it definitely does take an island. Where or, it takes a village, it does not take an island. It takes an um, island's weight of people yeah, in the village. It takes a big <laughs> island of people to make something work. Because yeah, you can you can polish a turd into a pretty nice little thing. You know, that's it, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Um. So I just have a few trivial questions before we let you go. I know we're getting towards the end of our time with you, Jack. But I want to know, do you prefer voicing Regent or Corrin? He's got to go Corrin. It's not even close. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Regent is so... I I don't want to... I'm sorry, Tiffany, but Regent is so vanilla as a character as of right now. Because he's not as fleshed out. Corrin I've worked with for a year and a half now. I've kind of built a character and, you know, a personality around him. And so he's he's a lot more freeing to voice. With Regent, I'm like, all right, I kind of just have to be a normal person. <laughs> I can't be fun. So definitely got to go with Corin. Do you feel like you and Corin have a lot of things in common? Tiffany sure thinks we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I see it. Other times I, I think she's reaching. But I, <laughs> uh, during recording sessions, Corin and I do have a very similar personality because you know, I have to like hype myself up and I have to be a real energetic person to emit words at a <laughs> as a voice actor and you know corn is a super hyperactive kind of childlike person and so i i can see the similarity that she's drawing but you know some of the more details if we say you guys like the same things and oh my god you're like the same person it's <laughs> it's like all right, all right calm down. <laughs> um is there a character in a game or anime that you wish you voiced oh so many <laughs> of course uh, do you do you mean like characters that like haven't been voiced yet, and I hope to get them, or characters that already are voiced? Already that voiced. I'm sad that I didn't get to voice. Like already could be in voiced? anything. Okay. Um. There was a number one. <sighs> There's so many. I'm I'm gonna go with the Snatcher from A Hat in Time. I mean, he was he was oh. such a fun character, and I wish I got to voice him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That must have been a fun gig, honestly. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear his lines, I'm like, oh, that's. Uh, I wish I would have read that script. That could have been me. <laughs> the writers were like so good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, man. If only 14 or 15-year-old Jack had the insight to be a voice actor. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite Pokemon? Oh, it's Beedrill, 100%. Not even close. Good taste. <laughs> Good taste. He doesn't get enough love. I love my Beedrill. I mean, I can't I can't count the amount of times I've lost to Brock because I refuse to <laughs> use anybody but Beedrill. But this is crazy. He's my I, boy. I remember 
a couple years ago having like a heated conversation with Aaron. Oh my god! Over how Beedrill Beedrill needs a mega evolution. He deserves more. And <laughs> lo and behold, a year or two later, he gets his mega. Yes. I was just yes. raving. <laughs> That is the oh best kind God. of moment where yeah. you're like, I knew it. <laughs> he deserved it. And I was it. totally just like, man, oh it's B drill. He doesn't need him. It's He's a fing B. Just like, it's. What? <laughs> B drill absolutely needs it. He's B drill. He sucks on his own. Oh my God. Oh, man. Oh. Um. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, uh, that's just every every emotion from that time is pouring out of me. Totally, now. totally. What a, yeah, the I, I feel it. <laughs> um, Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the show. You are such an amazing person, voice actor, total just like creative person. Just like thank you so much. Um. Uh. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be the the season finale. It's been great. I hope I've lived up to that title. You totally have. I think you absolutely have. You've been amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Do you have uh, anyone that you want to shout out or anything or any voice actor that you look up to? Sure, (laughs) yeah. Gotta shout out Rob Paulson. He's my man. He probably will never hear this, unfortunately, (laughs) but if he does, I love him. Uh, I got a shout out Tiffany from Story Site. She, I would not be where I am without her. She's awesome. I love her. Um, and then my best friend Jordan, who has supported me throughout this whole voice acting endeavor, and she's really been by my side for the past ten years, which not many people have been. <laughs> so, those are my three shout outs. And where can people find you on the interwebs? Ooh, I'm never good at remembering these. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they can find me on Twitter at. Um, at Jack Broadbent VA, and they can find me on Instagram at Jack underscore the underscore VA, and I think that's it. And you can email me if you want. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. I will definitely <laughs> email you, even when you don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, just email me late at night. I'll respond. <laughs> Um, do you have anything that you'd like to say to the British <laughs> singer Jack Broadbent who comes up when they Google your name? He's ruining your life. I, we don't talk about him. <laughs> okay, he ruins right, my search yeah. results. I'll never be known. Oh man, yeah, I I have a similar such. When you search up Aaron Moy, it automatically comes up with Aaron Mui, who is this like some like football <laughs> player somewhere, and I I don't even I don't even yeah. know. We can never be famous because Google just hates us. Yep. I don't have that problem because I am like nowhere on the internet <laughs> other than my Twitter and Instagram. And I only go by like my moniker, so Spice Guy. So lucky I guess. <laughs> um before you head out, um can you give us a you're listening to the S rank? Sure. <laughs> you're listening to the S rank. <laughs> sorry i was oh my god i just love how you um introduced behind the mic so i was totally wanted to hear that but <laughs> it's just like, i'm glad i could please celebrity celebrity status over here <laughs> all right jack uh it was a pleasure uh take care stay safe and have a good rest of your day hey awesome thank you you guys too have a good one 
Thanks so much for being another iconic <laughs> guest. I try my best. I try my best. <laughs> you did wonderfully. You. <laughs> Take care. Hey, S-Rankers. Thanks so much for joining us on this crazy journey for the past 11 weeks or so. This has just been such a fun ride. We've got one more episode coming to you next week with some behind-the-scenes antics of us just acting like absolute fools. Um, on a serious note, though, I just want to say that if you've made it this far with us, you really are a part of the Triple S family and the S-Rank family. I, I just can't wait to keep making content for all of you and for it to just gradually keep getting better and better. I mean, seriously, I could not imagine listening to the first season of a new podcast willingly. So you guys are super awesome just for sticking with us. We're always going to keep you updated, so make sure to follow me at Moiceover, follow William at So Spice Guy, and follow the both of us collectively at the S Rank Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a mailing list. You can join us for updates um, on our website, www.triplesstudios.ca. Um, so until next week, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you for our last S Rank Saturday of season one. I can't believe it. Okay, bye. <laughs>